Thanks for joining us now for Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. With Ed Cannon, who is president, I'm Wayne Shepard, and Ed, we have a very special guy on the line with us right now. We're kind of mixing podcasts here today because he does a podcast, which I have a small part in, called In the Studio mm. with Michael Card. It was one of my favorite programs. And here we are with Michael Card on this podcast, Until All Have Heard. See how that works? Mike, welcome. How the tables have turned. Yes, yes. Now, yeah, now I get to be a, a guest on your podcast. Yeah. I'll try not to mess it up, Ed. As, <laughs> oh, you won't. No, you won't. Yeah. As you often say, Mike, just put yourself in our lovely and capable hands. So I will do that. I, I will do that. I, I learned that, you I learned that ask, from you. Ask me any questions too hard. No math questions or anything like yeah. that. So I'm good. Michael Card. Of course, we've loved Michael's music through the years. Uh, his Bible teaching is so strong. Mike, I was listening the other day. Do you teach about uh, the life of Jesus on our podcast? And I was in the car and I thought, what can I listen to right now that would encourage my heart? And I tuned into our podcast in the studio and heard your teaching about the life of Jesus. So thank you for what you're doing. Wow. Well, that's cool. Well, one of my favorite memories is is being overseas with FEBC and getting to teach hmm. on the life of Christ in a, in a big church. I forget exactly where the church was, but I still have a picture. So I look at that picture and I think, well, you know what? You, you did get out there. You, uh-huh. you know? Mm-hmm. With yeah. the help of with the help of uh, those guys, you got to uh, to go a long way. Just share the gospel with people who live a long, yeah. long way. Yeah, I was just showing Ed the photo of you in China with the, at a little church when this uh, little woman came up to you and wanted her picture taken with you. Remember that? Oh yeah, iconic picture of my. He father. showed me that picture oh, just a few minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, she, I, I remember that. She kept patting me on. She never seen a bald guy. I guess she kept patting <laughs> me on the head, and she kept through the interpreter. She wanted me to go home with her and have lunch with her. Oh, it, boy. It was so, why can't you come home with me? She Uh-oh. Kept, <laughs> my little Chinese grandmother. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Ed, this is why we wanted to talk to Mike today, because we have so much to learn from our friends overseas, don't we? That's sort of the motto yeah. of FEBC. You know, we, we proclaim the gospel over there, and we know the gospel and they don't, but the rest of ministry we learn from them. We see what our friends and neighbors in, in countries like China and Indonesia and Pakistan, yeah. what they have to go through yeah, for their Christ. their sacrifice is inspiring. And it's a lesson for all of us, and uh, we learn constantly every single day. Mm-hmm. Humility and generosity and all those other kinds of things that, you know, are, are the backbone of, of our Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to see mm-hmm. what, how people, how much they give. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good lesson for us, isn't it, Mike? I mean, what yeah. what we see people in countries like Pakistan that are willing to do, the sacrifice yeah. that they joyfully make for the pleasure of being able to proclaim the gospel to the least reached around the world who have never heard. And, uh, yeah. you know, and for them, that is the joy of life. The joy of life yeah. is the privilege to suffer in order to get the gospel out so that people come to faith in Jesus. And I learn that lesson every time I travel with FEBC, every mm-hmm. time I'm in the field, seeing those little old ladies. I've never been invited to anyone's house, though, because <laughs> they wanted to Well, you're not bald, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have had the privilege to eat in many listeners' homes uh, around the country and seeing the conditions they live in. It's almost embarrassing as an American to mm-hmm. see what people are happy with in other places yeah. in the world. And and they say, well, I've got the gospel of Christ. What else do I need? What else do well, I need? I saw a great I saw a great picture uh, the other day on the internet. It was an elderly lady in a in a uh, a foreign country, and she all she had was uh, to eat was 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 bread and water. 
but mm-hmm. she had this big smile on her face. She goes, all this and Christ too. Oh, that's a great picture. <laughs> oh, wow. All this yeah. and wow. Christ too. We visited a, a, a lady in Cambodia. My wife and I got the privilege of visiting a lady in Cambodia, lived in a little tin hut right off of a big garbage pile. And she had a little mm-hmm. young lady living with her, maybe 16 years old, a street person that she had moved in with. And um, we went into this very, very humble home, and she had two radios in brand-new radio boxes in the corner of her house. And she mm-hmm. had another radio that she was listening to. So we asked her, why do you have these two radios back in the back corner of this home? And she said, well, with my excess income, I buy radios to give to people who can't afford them. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, those are the great wow. things we get the privilege of seeing and learning, isn't it, Mike? Uh-huh. What are some more experiences you've had, Mike, and, and the lessons that you learned from just ministering to and ultimately, you know, learning from these folks? Well, I mean, I, I, I had mentioned a meal. I, I, I remember having a meal one time, uh, and it, um, it, all they had was uh, we had one leaf of lettuce mm. and just a part of a potato. You don't get a whole potato. You get a part of a potato and a leaf of lettuce. Mm-hmm. But that was... That was a party. I mean, that was a banquet. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, we're sorry, this is all we have, and we're poor. It was like, come in, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have all, you know, we're gonna have all this food to eat. It'll be great. We'll have a, we'll have this big dinner in your honor. And um, I don't know, you know, you guys are talking about how you learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, if you're, if you're, if you're not learning from the people you're ministering to, yeah. I think you're, you're doing it wrong. Oh, that's good. Um, because, um, I, and that, that was. 35 years ago, oh, yeah. and I, mm-hmm. I still, I'll sit down to a banquet, to a genuine banquet, and I always think of that, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know, that yeah. that may be the, the greatest banquet I ever experienced, wow. it was a piece of lettuce and part of a potato, mm-hmm. because they were just so thankful, yeah. and everybody was so joyful, and... and uh, so, in go- it turned into God's Word on this topic, for what would it uh-huh. profit a man if he would gain the whole world and lose yeah. his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his own soul? And you think about not even just your soul, but just a momentary bit of joy in seeing someone like this who says all this and Jesus too. That that yeah. that line just really touched my heart. All this yeah. and Jesus too. <laughs> and and yeah. how we miss that lesson so often. I wish I could show you pictures of these opportunities that Mike's talking about and that we have for you to be able to see the joy on people's face who have next to nothing but say this line, all yeah. this in Jesus' I think God. I have the next best answer to that, Ed. Go to our website, febc.org, because we have lots of videos there yeah. of these very things we're talking about uh, yeah. shot uh, in countries yeah. uh, where we serve. So You know, our producer, Joe Carlson, always reminds me of one of our favorite lines out of a a testimony from a man in Vietnam uh, where they're very oppressed by the government in terms of religion. And he says, you see, we have no pastors and we have no Bibles, but we hunger for God's word more than anything in this world. Mm-hmm. Think about that. We hunger for God's word more. That's why you can be happy with a piece of lettuce and a half a potato, right, yeah. Mike? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But, but it is, I mean, it's, 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 um, you know, we've talked about what we can learn from them, but also, I mean, that you, you turn it 
back around like that and think that we we have the opportunity we and we have the capability through radio mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get God's word into people who aren't allowed you know mm-hmm, don't, who don't mm-hmm. have churches to go to and, yeah. and who don't have bible can't possess a bible yeah. but they can have a radio yeah they can and um, and that's you know one of, that's one of the you know uniquenesses of this ministry yeah, yeah. mike what's it been like for you uh, traveling in places like korea and and uh, throughout other countries as well. What's it like to worship together? I mean, you're a musician. Uh, what uh-huh. is, what's that experience like? Well, I mean, music is a big uh, is a big open door. You know, if you can if you can barely put note two notes together, everybody's happy to have you <laughs> come to their church. <laughs> and, um, and and that that's been my my experience. I mean, obviously it's a bridge, uh, but uh, the, the, this uh, kinship. You know, like the, the the little the little old lady in China all those years ago. I mean, she I I was as close to her, in in some ways closer to her than I I was to my own mom. Hmm. I mean, I I the the beautiful thing is I could have gone home with her mm-hmm. and <laughs> and had dinner and stayed and been because she in some ways she was like a a mother in the Lord to me. Right. And the kinship that I, I the kinship that I feel with people. Who are who could couldn't be more different than me mm. is to me is amazing it, mm. it, when you when you experience that in the Lord it, it's uh, mm. I don't I don't think there are words to to put mm. to it you have to experience it to understand what it's like yeah I, I often quote the lyrics of one of your songs we are not scattered strangers yeah 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 you and you it's next line is we are one you feel that oneness with someone who doesn't speak your language, with someone who lives in a complete, as completely different mm-hmm. world as, as is imaginable. And yet you, you are, you, you sense this brotherhood, this, you know, you, this person's my brother, this person's my sister. This is a mother in the faith. This is a father in the faith. Yeah. And they would do anything yeah. for you. I mean, they would, you know, they would, uh, uh, they would share their last, you know, whatever their last resources were with you. Yeah. And when, when you, uh, I think that's just the greatest motivation I can think of yeah. to want to to somehow reciprocate. How can yeah. I reciprocate? What yeah. in the world can I do to yeah. encourage um, these? You know, not to, not to mention the three billion other people in the world who have yeah. heard the gospel. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have a great answer for that question too. I mean, what can we do to reciprocate? We had a man saying, "I have no pastor. I have no Bible. I hunger for God's word more than anything in this world." And we have our broadcasters living in those countries amongst those people who have the opportunity to share that. You know, you were talking about people that would give you anything. So our director in Thailand is a man named Napakun, and he's really a hard worker, travels on his motorcycle through the back country uh, to visit listeners, to visit broadcasters who are out in the hill country putting together minority language broadcasts. And he tells a story about going to a village in northern Thailand. And he had traveled on his motorcycle all night to get there. And he finally gets to the village. And as soon as he gets there, the first thing they did was slaughter a pig so that for the whole three or four days he was going to be there, they would have something to eat. That was a big deal. And it's a huge sacrifice for them. They've been raising that pig for probably two years. And yet when... The broadcaster who brings the gospel to them through the radio shows up. The celebration of <laughs> slaughtering the pigs so that they're feeding them <laughs> the best that they have. Yeah. That, that's the way people are. And that brotherhood of, of, of oneness in Christ, Mike, that you talk about, that's such a wonderful thing. You can't even speak the same language. 
Mm-hmm. You don't even know what the person's saying, but you can feel yeah. that brotherhood, that love of Christ that bonds us together. What a great! I can idea. remember now. This, this is a Wycliffe story, but I can remember the story of the this the, the uh, translator had worked years and years and years to translate the Bible into the language of this particular village, and when they had their first copy, they put it on a throne. In a, in a parade, and guys were carrying this chair on their shoulders, and they're all celebrating that now they've got God's Word, that someone has brought, wow. you know, the Word of God in their language to them, yep. and, you know, it's like slaughter, slaughter the pig. It was this, yep. it was a, uh, uh, it was this incredible parade that they had with the, with their new Bible. Yeah. So, yeah. Mike, one other place that you have traveled where we have ministry is a, is a place that is very troubled right now is the country of Myanmar. You, you've been there, the old country of, mm-hmm. used to be called Burma. Talk about mm-hmm. that experience. Uh, again, I, I remember the welcome that I received in, in this, from this pastor, uh, underground pastor, into his home. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't a really good idea that I was there for, in terms of mm-hmm. his safety. But... Uh, and they they were much more in danger than I was. Yeah. I mean, I would have gotten a slap on the wrist and got kicked out of the country. But I was the one that was. I, I struggled with fear the whole time. I remember mm. the night before I went in, I didn't sleep all night in the hotel because I was so mm. so scared. And and that's something we haven't even touched on. We've talked about generosity. We've talked about hood and oneness. Courage is the other thing uh, mm. lesson I think that we can learn as we minister to people who mm. live in these closed mm. countries. They are yeah. they are not afraid of anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think uh, above all else, I learned a lesson in in courage yeah. Uh, yeah. and not being afraid uh, in Myanmar. Yeah. Well, these are such valuable lessons for all of us to learn. Thanks for sharing these, Mike. Uh, you you have another memory though you want to share, right, Ed? Yeah, and before I say that, though, we were talking about Myanmar. Mike, I know you and I have talked about some common friends that we have in Myanmar. I was just reading Wayne a text this morning, mm-hmm. uh, and on the subject of courage, we have a director and his wife and his father. They're pastors and churches. They've been broadcasting in Myanmar for decades. And he, he was telling me, because the COVID situation in that country is so bad right now, on top of the military oppression that they're feeling with the uh, coup that's been taking place with the government. He said 800 people died yesterday of COVID because they couldn't get medical protection. We're locked in our home and we have enough food, so we are fine. And I'm thinking about the message you were giving on courage. So what what courageous people, everything they're doing is against the law in the country, broadcasting the Mm -hmm. gospel. They can't leave their home for fear of uh, military violence and perhaps now for fear of getting COVID, there's not enough medical protection in the country. So if people get the disease, many of them are dying, not going to the hospitals. There's no available oxygen, but yet their courage is showing through because they're not afraid. Don't worry about us. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're writing you to let you know they're okay. Yeah, exactly. And don't Don't worry worry about about us. We're fine. We don't need anything. (laughs) Yeah. Pray for the country and pray for people to hear the gospel and come to faith in Jesus. So yeah, I didn't mean to mocha. But yeah, I did mention to Wayne, I said, you know, at the end of this program, and as we're wrapping up, uh, this morning, uh, I drove through Wheaton to get here to Wayne's studio, and I drove by Wheaton College Church. And the first memory that I ever have, Michael, of uh, influence you had in my life, I went to a concert there. This would have been probably in the early 90s, maybe in the late 80s. 
And, and you were in elementary school or junior high school? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish. I didn't have any children yet, which was what I was going to say. But I was so moved by your concert that day. Uh, it, it made a marked impression on my life. And I stayed here in Glenelg with my son last night, who's 30 years old. And he wasn't born yet when I saw that concert. And I thought, I'm going to talk to Mike Card on the radio today. What a privilege it is to have a memory of 30 years ago when, mm-hmm. when you made mm. such an impression on my life. Yeah. I'm grateful mm. for that. And think about the millions of people around the earth that you've made an impression on. And grateful that we can continue to talk about the way the Lord's working through our Long lives. Long obedience in the same direction. Well. Yeah. Well, thanks, Ed. I appreciate that. But here, here's, the, here's the latest, my latest lesson. If that concert all those years ago really helped you, I had nothing to do with it. Mm. And that's a wonderfully freeing, I think, uh, idea yeah. for those of us who are in ministry. Sure, we need to respond in obedience. I'm not denying that. But yeah. ultimately, ultimately, yeah. you know, we aren't the people who. That's who, right. Uh, yeah, and that that's. But, but I'm not. I'm not pushing away that uh, yeah. that encouragement. Thank you for that encouragement. No, I understand. I hear from our broadcasters around the world all the time that they have the privilege of seeing what God's doing through their broken tongues and broken lives to minister yes. God's word to people. And that's a great lesson, isn't it? Yeah, that he uses us. That he uses even us. Yes. Wonderful perspective from both of you men here today. Thank you, Michael Card, for being with us on Until All Have Heard. Great to put you guys together. What a joy to be with you. Yeah. I admire you both so much, and it's just fun to be together with you, at least on the phone here with Mike. So. Um, Mike, I want our listeners to know that we have an international prayer guide that we can pray more effectively for these uh, mm-hmm. these fellow uh, brothers and sisters around the world. And those who don't know Christ yet, we can pray for them that they'll come to the Lord. So mm-hmm. all our listeners need to do is go to our website, febc.org, and ask for the international prayer guide. And we'd be happy to provide that. So yeah. Amen. I think we need to say goodbye to Michael Card here, Ed. What a blessing to be with you, Michael Card. Privileged to Thanks, be in the man. same business together. Well, it's it's a great encouragement to talk to you guys, too. God bless you. Thank you, Mike. And thank you for listening to Until All Have Heard. Our producer is Joe Carlson. I'm Wayne Shepard with Ed Cannon. And we'll see you next time from the Far East Broadcasting Company.